Most moms-to-be know that breastfeeding is good for their babies, but did you know breastfeeding is healthy for moms, too? Breastfeeding is the natural, free way to provide many health benefits for mothers and babies. In fact, the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends exclusive breastfeeding for the first six months of life and then continuing to nurse once food is introduced until at least one year of life. Learning the basics of breastfeeding before giving birth will help you and your baby get the most out of this special time together. Breastfeeding is one of the most effective ways to ensure child health and survival. However, according to WHO report on breastfeeding 2020, nearly two out of three infants are not exclusively breastfed for the recommended six months, a rate that has not improved in two decades. Welcome to today's podcast. I am your host, Miyu Nelenya, and this is Sim Radio. Breast milk is the ideal food for infants. It is safe, clean, and contains antibodies which help protect against many common childhood diseases and illness. Breast milk provides all energy and nutrients that the infant needs for the first month of life. And it comes to provide up to half or more child nutritional need during the second half of the first year and up to one third during the second year of life. Breastfed children perform better in intelligent tests and are, like, uh, are less likely to be overweight or obese in, in later in life or to be diabetic. Women who breastfed also have a reduced risk of breast and ovarian cancer. So that means that breastfeeding is of both benefit for the child and for the mother. Infants should be exclusively breastfed for six months before being introduced to complementary feeds. Inappropriate marketing of breast milk substitute continue to undermine effort to improve breastfeeding rates and duration worldwide. We find that most mothers they may end up introducing their babies to this supplement before even the six months are over. Their breastfeeding position that uh, a mother can learn and therefore they require additional breastfeeding support when learning how to breastfeed. In particular, mother may require assistance with learning how to position and attach the baby to ensure they are able to feed the baby comfortably and that the baby is successfully transferring the milk from the breast to the mouth. There are many breastfeeding positions that may work for each mother an important consideration of breastfeeding tips for the mom is that they should always feel comfortable during breastfeeding. In general, the infant should be positioned so that they are facing the mom's body and their head, shoulder and hips are in alignment with their body. Some of the most commonly used positions include the cradle position, cross cradle position, clutch position and side lying position. Let us take a look at cradle at cradle position as we will go step by step to other position. The cradle position is the most commonly breastfeeding position where the mom's arms support the baby at the breast. The baby head is cradled near her elbow and her arm supports the infant along the back and neck. The mother baby, uh, the, the mother and the baby should be chest to chest. Now let us come and look at cross cradle position. The cross cradle position uses the opposite arm to the cradle position to support the infant with the back of the baby's head and the neck being held in the mother's hand. 
her other hand is able to support and shape the breast if required. In this position, the mother can guide the baby easily to breast where they are ready to latch on. In clutch position, the baby is positioned at the mother's side with their body and feet tackled under the mom's arm. The baby head is held in the mom's hand and the mom's arms may also rest on a pillow with this hold. This position may be advantageous for moms who have undergone a cesarean section since it places no or intended weight on their mom's chest or abdomen area. It may also work for low birth weight babies or babies that have trouble launching since their head is fully supported. The saddling position. The mom lies on her side and faces the baby. The baby's mouth is in line with the nipple. The, moms may, the mom may also use a pillow for back and neck support. This position may also be advantageous for mothers who have undergone cesarean section since it places no or limited weight on the mother's chest or abdomen. Then this breastfeeding uh, attachment method. A traditional position for breastfeeding latch or attachment is as follows. The mother sits upright or lies on her side with the baby position facing the breast. The, ba the baby's nose is positioned close to the nipple with their neck slightly extended and their shoulders and the hips in alignment. In this position, uh, it uh, in this position leading with their chin and with their wide mouth uh, agape. The baby can attach to the breast and uh, suckle the milk uh, without any strain. When the baby is learning how to breastfeed and latch, the mother can hold or support the breast during the attachment process. Commonly used techniques to hold the breast include the C-hold using one hand, four fingers, and uh, uh, using one hand then the four fingers are pressed underneath the breast and the thumb is placed on top of the breast. At the end of the feed, the baby may spontaneously detach and if, not, and if not, the mom may break the vacuum of suction by inserting her finger gently in the corner of the baby's mouth. This will prevent the baby from uh, suckling air that may make uh, him or her being fed with air instead of uh, mother's milk. Another method for latching and position has been described as promoting a primitive neonatal latching reflex. This involves mothers lying in a semi-reclined position and allowing the baby to self-latch after being placed on the mother's abdomen. It has been suggested that this method of latching is more intimate for both moms and babies than a land technique. There are some signs of good breastfeeding latch. If the baby is latched well, their chin should be touching the breast and their mouth wide open and their lips turned out. The baby will begin sucking with a mixture of short and long bursts with a period of pausing. In addition, the mother should not experience pain before, during and after feeds. If there, there is incorrect latch, the baby may make clicking noises. Their lips may be uh, cuddle inwards or they may frequently move their they, they may be frequently moving their heads. The mother may also experience nipple pain. Long-term problems resulting from incorrect latch could include nipple trauma and pain, low milk supply and poor weight gain in the baby. 
there are many benefit of breastfeeding that uh, a mother experience and the children is it necessary to wash your breast before breastfeeding here is dr michelle from unicef explains did you know that your nipples have good bacteria so you don't need to wash them before breastfeeding my name is Dr. Michelle Griswold, and this is my mini parenting masterclass on breastfeeding. Sometimes mothers get messages that breastfeeding is natural and it's easy. Sometimes breastfeeding can be easy with the first baby and hard with the second baby for the same mother. So it really just depends. You shouldn't stop breastfeeding if your nipples hurt. You should keep breastfeeding, but you should get help to see why it's hurting. They should see signs of hunger about eight to 12 times in 24 hours. Newborn babies need to eat a lot because they're growing rapidly. They double their birth weight in the first six months of life or before. So you can imagine how much you would need to eat if you had to double your weight. It's not necessary to wash your nipples before you breastfeed because the breasts and the skin around the nipple actually produces good bacteria. And it's that good bacteria helps to prevent infections on the mother's breast. The first hour after birth is a very important time for the mother and the baby. Breastfeeding is a very organized neurological behavior. And so right after birth, keeping them against the mother's skin can help them to be calm enough to start to seek the breast. And if we do just leave mothers and babies like that after birth, then they will usually start to go toward the breast on their own within about 30 minutes to one hour. Most mothers can eat anything they want. When they breastfeed, they can follow their normal diet. And the interesting thing is whatever they eat, the babies will taste through their milk and start to get them ready for table foods when they're about six months old. Babies will naturally wean starting around one year of age or so because developmentally they're changing so much. They're becoming less focused on their mother and more focused on learning about the world around them. We would hope that mothers who return to work do not have to wean their babies. Mothers need time and they need support to continue to breastfeed their babies. They need the support of their family, they need the support of their workplace, their employers, they need the support of their entire community. Breastfeeding is not just about food. It's part of a nurturing care package that helps children to grow and thrive throughout their entire life. Breast milk provide optimal nutrition for the babies. It has the right amount of nutrients. It is easily digested and readily available. However, the rate of breastfeeding is low as 30% in some groups of women. While some women are unable to breastfeed, others supply simple or not to. Yet studies show that breastfeeding has major health benefits for both the mother and the baby. There are some of the scientific best benefits of breastfeeding. Here are 11 best benefiting uh, benefit of breastfeeding. Benefit 1 to 5 are for babies and 6 to 11 will be for mothers. 
Number one, breast milk provide ideal nutrition for the babies. Most health authority recommend exclusive breastfeeding for at least six months. Continue breastfeeding is then recommended for the last one year. As different food are introduced into the baby's diet, breast milk contains everything the baby needs for the first six months of life. In all the right position, it is composition even its composition even changes according to the baby's changing needs, especially during the first month of life. During the first days after birth, the breasts produce a thick and lowish fluid called colostrum. It is high in protein, low in sugar, and loaded with beneficial compound. Colostrum is ideal first milk and help the newborn's uh, the newborn's immature digestive tract develop. After the first few days, the breasts start producing large amount of milk as the baby's stomach grows. About about the only thing that may be lacking from breast milk is vitamin D. Unless the mother has a very high intake, the breast milk will not provide enough vitamin D. To compensate for this deficiency, vitamin D drops are usually recommended for the age 2 to 4 weeks. One thing that uh, you should note, breast milk contains everything your baby needs for the first 6 months of life, with the possible exception of vitamin D. The, milk for, uh, the, the first milk is thick, rich in protein, and loaded with beneficial compound. Number 2, another benefit uh, to, the, to the infant. Breast milk contains important antibiotic anti, anti, antibodies. Breast milk is loaded with antibodies that help your baby fight off virus and bacteria. This particularly applies to colostrum. The, uh, this is the first milk. Colostrum provides high amounts of hemoglobin as well as several other antibodies. When the mother is exposed to virus or bacteria, she starts producing antibodies. These antibodies are then secreted in the breast milk and passed to the baby during breastfeeding. Hemoglobin protects the baby from getting sick by forming a protective layer in the baby's nose, throat, and digestive system. For this reason, breastfeeding's mother with the flu may actually provide their babies with antibodies that help them fight the pathogen that is causing the sickness. Nonetheless, if you are ill, you should always practice strict hygiene. Wash your hands often and try to avoid infecting your baby. Formula doesn't provide antibodies protecting for babies. Numerous studies show that babies who are not breastfed are more vulnerable to health issues like pneumonia, diarrhea, and infections. Another benefit for breastfeeding it is breastfeeding may reduce risk of diseases. Breastfeeding has an impressive list of health benefits. This is particularly true of exclusive um, breastfeeding. Breastfeeding it may mean that the infant receives only breast milk. It may reduce your baby risk of many illness diseases. This may be including middle ear infection, where three or more months of exclusive breastfeeding may reduce the risk by 50%, while any breastfeeding uh, may reduce to up to 23%. It also reduces respiratory tract infection, cold and infection, gut infection, intestinal tissue damages, sudden infant death syndrome, which is linked to up to 50% reduced rates after one month and 36% reduced link in the first one year. It also reduces allergies, 
it reduces celiac diseases. Baby who are breastfed at this time for the first gluten exposure have 55 50 to 52% lower risk of developing celiac diseases. It will reduce inflammatory bowel diseases where the baby who is breastfed uh, will be 30% less likely to develop this infection or this uh, defect. It also reduces the risk of diabetic up to 30% when the baby is uh, breastfed for at least 3 months uh, after being born. It also reduces childhood leukemia where breastfeeding for 6 months or longer is linked to 15-20% to 20% reduction in the risk of likelihood of, being, uh, of having leukemia. In addition to reduce the risk of many infections, breastfeeding has been shown to significantly reduce their severity. Furthermore, the protective effect of breastfeeding seems to last throughout childhood and even adulthood. Another benefit for the baby, breast milk promotes a healthy weight gain. Breastfeeding promotes a healthy weight gain and helps prevent childhood obesity. This shows that uh, at a rate 15 to 30% lower in breastfeed, uh, this uh, can be shown in 15 to 30% lower in breastfed babies. Another benefit uh, is breastfeeding may make uh, the child to be more smarter and even brighter. In class, breastfeeding may uh, affect your baby's brain development and may reduce risk of future behavior and learning problem. Now, let us look at breastfeeding to the mother. Breastfeeding may help you to lose weight. While some women seem to gain weight during breastfeeding, others seem to effortlessly lose weight. Although breastfeeding is increase, increases a mother's energy demand by about 500 calories per day, the baby hormonal, the body hormonal balance is very different from normal. Because of these hormonal changes, lactating women have an increased appetite and may be more prone to storing fat for milk production. For the first three months after delivery, breastfeeding mothers may lose less weight than women who don't breastfeed and they may even gain weight. However, after three months of lactating, they will likely to experience an increase in fat burning. Beginning around three to six months after deliveries, mothers who breastfeed have been shown to lose more weight than mothers who don't breastfeed. The important thing to remember is that diet and exercise are still most important factor determining how much weight you will lose whether lactating or not. So breastfeeding may make uh, weight loss harder for the first three months after delivery. However, in particular, actually it helps uh, reduce weight loss after three months. Then breastfeeding helps reduce uterus uh, contract. During pregnancy, your uterus grow immensely and expanding from the size of a pear to filling almost the entire space of your abdomen. After delivery, your uterus goes through a process called invulation, which helps in return to its previous site. Oxytocin, a hormone that increases throughout pregnancy, helps drive this process. Your body produces high amount of oxytocin during labor to help delivery the baby and reduce bleeding. Oxytocin also increases during breastfeeding. It, it, it encourages ut uterine contraction and reduces bleeding, helping the uterus return to its previous side. 
Studies have also shown that mothers who breastfeed generally have less blood loss after delivery and after inoculation of the uterus. So the bottom line of this is breastfeeding increases oxytocin production and a hormone that causes contraction in the uterus. It reduces blood loss after delivery and helps the uterus, uterus return to its previous uh, smaller size. Then mothers who breastfeed have a lower risk of depression. Postpartum depression is a type of depression that can develop shortly after childbirth. It affects up to 15% of mothers. Women who breastfeed seem less likely to develop postpartum depression compared to mothers who win early or do not breastfeed. However, those who experience postpartum depression uh, early after delivery are also more likely to have trouble in breastfeeding and to do so for a shorter duration of breastfeeding. Although the evidence is a bit mixed, it, it is known that breastfeeding causes a, a hormonal changes that encourage maternal caregiving and bonding of between bonding between the child and the mother. One of the most pronounced changes is the increased amount of oxytocin produced during birth and child feeding. Oxytocin appears to have long-term anti-anxiety effect. It also encourages bonding by uh, affecting specific brain regions that promote nurturing and relaxation. Bottom line of this, breastfeeding mothers are less likely to develop postpartum depression. They have increased amounts of oxytocin in their system which encourages caregiving, relaxation and bonding between mothers and the child. Then another thing is those mothers who breastfeed, they have a reduced risk of diseases. Breastfeeding seems to have provided the mother with long-term protection against cancer and several diseases. The total time a woman spends breastfeeding is linked with reduced risk of breast and ovarian cancer. In fact, women who breastfed for more than 12 months during their lifetime have a 28% lower risk of both breast and ovarian cancer. Each year of breastfeeding is associated with 4.3% decrease in breast cancer and such other risk. Recent studies shows that uh, the breastfeeding may protect uh, against metabolic syndrome, a group of conditions that increase the risk of heart disease and other health problems. Then our number 10 benefit uh, of the mother, it is it prevent menstruation. Continue Continued breastfeeding also poses ovulation and menstruation. The suspension of menstrual cycle may actually be nature's way of ensuring there is some time between pregnancies. Some, some, some women have even used this phenomena as birth control for first few months after delivery. However, note that this may not be a completely effective method of birth control. You may consider with these changes as extra benefit. While you are enjoying precious time with your newborn, you won't have to worry about the time of the month. Regular breastfeeding poses ovulation and menstruation. Some, some have used this method as birth control. So, you may want to take part in breastfeeding it is of benefit to you and the last thing about breastfeeding it is saves times and money to top up uh, this list breastfeeding is complete uh, completely free 
and require very little effort. By choosing to breastfeed, you won't have to spend money on formulas, calculate how much your baby needs to drink daily, spend time cleaning and sterilizing bottles, mixing warm uh, up, uh, warming up bottles and etc. Breast, breast milk is always the right, at the right temperature and ready to drink. So it saves your time and your money. So your message to take home today is if you are unable to breastfeed, then feeding your baby with formula is still completely fine. It will provide your baby with all nutrients that they need. However, breast milk also contains antibodies and other elements that protect your baby from illness and chronic diseases. Additionally, mothers who breastfeed experience their own benefits such as convenience and reduced stress. As an added bonus, breastfeeding gives you a valid reason to sit down, put your feet up and relax and bond with your precious uh, baby. Uh, there are some other breastfeeding nutrition and uh, nutrition tips for moms who are breastfeeding. Take a look at this. Now, breastfeeding nutrition can be confusing on how much you eat, what can you avoid, or how much might your diet affect your baby. So, you can check in this following step that I extracted from Mayo Clinic's health. If you are breastfeeding, you are giving your baby nutrients and they will promote his or her growth and health. You might have questions, however, about what foods and drinks are best for you and how your diet might affect your breast milk and your baby. Understand the basics of breastfeeding nutrition is very important. One thing, you need extra calories. Yes, you might need to eat a little more uh, additional of 300 to 400 calories a day. This gives you energy and uh, nutrition to produce milk. To get these extra calories, uh, you need to take uh, some food like uh, peanuts, whole grains, take yogurt also is very important. Then to enrich food and you can take lean milk, dairy products and you can choose seafood that are very low in mercury also in fluids. Drink when you are thirsty and drink more if your urine appear dark or yellow. You might drink a glass of water or another uh, beverage every time you are breastfeeding. Be wary of juices and sugary drinks. However, too much sugar can contribute to overweight or, or, or you might start gaining a lot of weight. So take consider on what you take. Avoid caffeine. Too much caffeine can be troublesome. Limit yourself to more than two to three cups of caffeine per day. Caffeine in your breast milk might uh, agitate your baby or interfere with your baby's sleep because it will make them to be over-excited or they will be, uh, they will be having extra calories. And for vegetarian diet, uh, if you follow a vegetarian diet, it's especially important to choose food that will give you the nutri nutrients you need. For example, choose food rich in iron, protein, and calcium. Good source of iron include uh, leafy green vegetable, peas, dried fruits. This will help your body absorb iron and eat iron-rich food with food with high in vitamin C, such as citrus fruits. For proteins, consider plants uh, sources such as uh, legumes plants, soy plants, and uh, you may check eggplants and dairy uh, products uh, as an option.
Good sources of calcium include dairy products and dark green vegetable. Other options include calcium enriched and fortified products such as juices, cereals, and soy milk. Consider also some supplements like for vitamin B12 and um, which are found uh, most exclusively in animals' product. When you're breastfeeding, you also want to make sure that you're following a very healthy diet because even though you no longer have the baby inside of you, you are putting nutrients in the milk that you're providing the baby. A lot of uh, parents complain about babies having colic or having um, diarrhea, so everything that the baby is getting through the breast milk is actually affected from the mother's diet. Eating a very balanced diet, high in fruits and vegetables, low in the processed foods and the, and the fried foods, making sure you're getting your proteins, making sure you're getting your vitamins and minerals from those fruits and vegetables, high fiber, all of those things are very important um, when you're breastfeeding so that you can increase the nutrient content in the breast milk. All the antioxidants that the mother is eating through the healthy diet is actually transmitting through the breast milk. So you're providing the baby with the most nutrients and those antioxidants and flavonoids that will help prevent any diseases or um, keep that immune system very healthy. There are some of the food that you should limit when you are breastfeeding. This include alcohol, caffeine. You should also limit intake of fish. Seafood can be a great source of protein and omega-3. Most uh, seafood contain mercury or other contaminants. However, exposure to excessive amount of mercury throughout the breastfeeding milk can pose risk to a baby developing nervous system. So limit your baby exposure by avoiding some seafoods. Certain foods or drink in your diet will cause your baby to become irritable or have an allergic reaction. If your baby becomes fusy or develop a rash, diarrhea or wheezing uh, soon after nursing, consult your doctor because some of the food that you eat may be allergic to your baby. So these are some of the nutrition tips that you may follow to ensure that your baby is healthy. But there are some other small complications that may come like uh, breast engorgement, which develop, uh, which the breast develop uh, a hard and a swollen painful breast from too much breast milk. Engorged breast can become ext extremely large and tight, lumpy and tender. The swelling may go all the way up into your armpit and the veins of the surface of your breast may become more visible or even stick out. Whenever breast milk builds up in your breast and it is not removed regularly or fully, swelling and firmness can develop. Breast engorgement is most often caused by one of the following situations. Either you are not breastfeeding your, uh, often as it is required, you are not waiting, uh, you have waited too long since the last time you nursed, uh, you nursed the baby, or you have decided to supplement your child with formula between the feeding. Your baby should uh, may have changed or, and how uh, uh, you are sleeping or the baby times of sleeping. So this may be also contributing that the time that you are supposed to breastfeed, you are not uh, breastfeeding. Or maybe you have weaned your baby too quickly. So there are some tips to prevent this breast engorgement. If possible, wean your baby slowly. Gradual weaning helps to reduce lower risk of uh, this uh, engorged breast. And also, it it will it will prevent uh, pain and swollen breast. So, wear a tight and supportive uh, bra. It will also pre prevent uh, 
uh, breast and gorge. Use ice packs or cabbage leaf to help reduce any swelling and decrease your, your milk supply. You should also remove a small amount of breast milk to relieve any pressure or discomfort that you may feel. But be very careful not to exploit too much or, 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 or your body will continue to make more because uh, as you express the milk, then the, the, the milk also will be generated from, from your body or from your breast. Currently, the CDC and World Health Organizations are recommending that uh, uh, women can breastfeed uh, even if they have COVID-19 infection. Some early studies that have tested breast milk uh, have not found presence of the virus in the breast milk, which is promising sure. um, initial data. And we know that there's so many health benefits, uh, including immune benefits, Based on the information we have currently, we think the benefits of breast milk outweigh any theoretical risk of, of transmission. Um, risk of transmission, though, uh, is higher when you're in close contact, and obviously breastfeeding means mom and baby will be in very close contact. And so there are certainly things that can be done to reduce risks of transmission if the mom is infected, um, including making sure to wash your hands well before and after breastfeeding, and uh, wearing a mask if you are symptomatic while breastfeeding. Um, other options are if you want to express uh, breast milk and have a, a caregiver who's well feed that to the baby. That is another way that you could reduce uh, the risk of close contact while still providing the benefits of breast milk to newborn. The breast is still best as it comes to feeding the baby? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Many women look forward to the opportunity to breastfeed their newborn child. And that is still a very viable option, even in the COVID pandemic. Breastfeeding is actually very safe, but there are some stipulations with that. And one of them is that if a mother is a COVID positive patient and she is motivated to breastfeed, she needs to breastfeed using careful hygiene, hand hygiene, as well as wearing a surgical mask. So thank you very much for listening to today's breastfeeding nutrition and breastfeeding knowledge. I hope this information was of help to you. Until next time, then we will be sharing more about nutrition and your health. Stay tuned and distribute this message even to your friend. I was your host, Simeon Alanya, and this is Sim Radio.